0: I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. Today, I want to provide some insight into the claims Process with professional indemnity insurance because whilst contents claims are pretty straightforward, PI claims are so much more complex on pretty much every level. Firstly, you're probably going to be feeling stressed, possibly even afraid. You know, there's either a legal threat towards you, which in itself is a scary situation to be in, or a client's claiming a monetary loss. And sometimes that loss can be in the tens of thousands of pounds, especially if a client is claiming for loss of income amongst other damages. So here's what typically happens. Usually a customer contacts with Jack first, which I actually encourage because I like to be involved. I'm here to help you, so I'll assist you in gathering the information that we need to submit to the insurer. And this information would be client details. An overview of the situation. What's the monetary loss? You know, are they asking for X amount in compensation or have they simply threatened you? Contracts between you and your client, if you have them, which you should. And then any email or text conversations to show what's happened and can strengthen your case. Once these details have been submitted, you can expect a response from the insurer within 12 to 24 hours just to acknowledge that they have received it, that it's been allocated to somebody in the team and they'll look over everything. Now, PI claims are very complex. So it does take a few days for the insurer to look over all of the material that you've submitted and talk about things internally and form an understanding of what's happened. So they'll be looking to see things like Is this covered under the policy and has it happened within the policy period? And if so, what are the next steps? I understand that this can be a frustrating and worrying time for the freelancer whilst you patiently wait, but I see part of my job as your broker uh, to check in with you, see how you're feeling and hopefully offer a bit of moral support. After a few days we will hear if the claim is covered and in most cases the insurer does have a few follow-up questions. Generally they're just looking for some detail that we might have missed or uh, some clarity around something in the documents that you've submitted. If the claim is covered under the policy then the insurer will appoint lawyers to deal with your client directly or instruct you what to say in response to their claim. So every situation is different and assessed on a case-by-case basis. You know, in some cases we see the freelancer wanting to try and salvage the relationship with their client as best as they can. So in that case, it's probably a good idea not to have lawyers dealing with them directly and to instead have the lawyers help you communicate with your client. I'm going to dive into a real situation that happened to one of our customers and talk through the steps and the outcome, but I have, of course, removed any personal details. So in this situation, the client was refusing to pay the freelance developer's invoice for work that had been completed and was threatening to take things further if the developer didn't build extra features for free, essentially, which we refer to as scope creep. Initially, the lawyers that the insurer provided instructed the freelancer how they should reply to their client, with the ideal outcome being that the client would pay the invoice and drop the threats. But when it became obvious that the client wasn't going to cooperate and was continuing to put pressure on the freelancer to do work for free whilst becoming even more threatening, the lawyers began dealing with the client directly. It took several weeks of back and forth between the lawyer and the client, which isn't unusual in these situations. As I said, they tend to be quite complex and can last several weeks or even a few months. And ultimately, the insurer paid the freelancer the invoice they were owed because the cost of fighting this or going to court or prolonging things would work out much higher than the value of the invoice itself, which was £9,000. Because remember, legal fees are not cheap. This solution was on the basis that the freelancer wouldn't be looking to recover their fee from the client and the project from both client and freelancer's perspective, was now considered at an end. So at this point, the freelancer provides their bank details to the insurer to pay them their invoice under the mitigation costs clause in the professional indemnity policy, minus the excess. So the excess is removed from the fee that's paid out. And then the case is considered closed. Just to highlight what the mitigation costs clause is, if your client is dissatisfied with your services and refuses to pay your fee and threatens to bring a claim against you, the insurer will pay you the amount owed to you if it's possible to settle the dispute with your client by you agreeing not to press for the disputed amount or if they believe this will avoid a claim Covered under the policy for a greater amount. So the goal here is to just make sure the freelancer is in the financial position they should have been in prior to that loss. This outcome worked well for the freelancer. They were absolutely delighted to not be out of pocket for the work that they'd done, but to also have the support of lawyers helping them stand up to their clients when they became threatening, you know, showing their client that they can't be pushed around. Yes, they are a small outfit, but they have a team behind them. At this point, everything is considered resolved and you haven't had to shop around legal experts or pay expensive consultation fees but you have had the legal protection of working at a big company and that insurance has also helped to counter the non-payment issue so just to recap pi claims are usually quite complex because they involve a legal threat or request for damages and require lawyers to negotiate and take time to resolve things To get the ball rolling with a PI claim, you'd want to provide details of the situation. You know, what the monetary loss is, contracts, and any communication to strengthen your case. It usually takes several days for the insurer to look over the material you've submitted and debate things internally. And then if it is covered, the insurer will appoint lawyers who will either deal with your client directly or inform you how to respond to them. The lawyers will negotiate with your client to reach an agreement and hopefully you'll be happy with the outcome too. I'm Ashley, the founder of With Jack. Thank you for listening to Unsure Insure. If you enjoyed the episode and you did learn something new, then tell a friend and leave a review.